Welcome to the first episode of Vox Samichi. I am Mariam, accompanied by my friend Nitya. We are both academics at the University of Cambridge. And today we will be deliberating on some social narratives that we overemphasize on and certain virtues that we undervalue. Hi Nitya, so glad to have you here. Hi Mariam. Nitya, I was just thinking that, you know, in, we all invariably are influenced by social narratives, basically wildly accepted expectations about how we ought to lead our lives. And there's a greater emphasis on some things and much lesser on others. We're all expected to be successful, wealthy, uh, Harvard degrees, very well educated. We should have children. We should obviously be married. And um, all those social narratives are indeed helpful and they make the confusing world easier to navigate. But sometimes I think they also are an impediment to our contentment or our, a peaceful existence. So what I want, basically what I'm saying is that we overemphasize on things. Some, some norms are just overrated and some which are very meaningful uh, directions for us to take are underrated. So this podcast, we will just discuss what we think are norms which are overrated and which are underrated. What do you say? You know, Mariam, you are absolutely right, as always. And uh, I think this lockdown... <laughs> but jokes apart, you know, I think this lockdown has really given us all the breathing space to reevaluate so many things, you know, particularly things that we've attached too much importance to in the past. Or others, perhaps, we haven't appreciated as much. Um, and I think in life, we're often caught up in the maelstrom of things and we think we absolutely need it. We can't live without it. But actually, this lockdown has shown us that we can. So, so much so, I feel like we forget the most precious things uh, in our mad and crazy, overscheduled lives. Simple pleasures, the time with people we love, the wind on your face as you go for a run, as you've told me, uh, the simple pleasures of, of baking a cake, the time to read, you know, indulge in a hobby. But of course, in reality, we're running beyond the wrong things. And this lockdown particularly gave me pause to think about what uh, I thought I've given too much importance to uh, in the past. But I'm curious to hear, Mariam, what uh, what do you think you have overrated in your life? Thanks, Nizhi. You know, I just finished this book by Paul Dolan. on. It's called The Perfect Myth, Living Happily Ever After. And basically, he questions all these narratives that everybody is just following so religiously. Getting married, having children, being successful, being wealthy, being healthy. Now, this is something we all, all adhere to. And it just, and then he's done this, this very interesting, although controversial research in which he says that these things don't necessarily lead to happiness. So it made me, I was just thinking, and I, is marriage overrated? Is success and jobs, especially that pay very well, but are soul destroying overrated? Is money overrated? Now, I hope my daughter's not listening to this, but is our children overrated? <laughs> Uh, luxuries, I think, are definitely overrated. And um, I would then start thinking, is power overrated? Uh, credentials, I think, are overrated. And uh, then the, is, is the, I think the past and the future is also overrated. The present is just lost because the emphasis that we put on the past and the present, uh, sorry, on the past and the future. And this pursuit of happiness that all of us take so seriously now that, oh, we have to be happy and we have to make sure we're good and we have to deal with our sorrows and we need to just 
put a smile on and just be happy. I think that's overrated. Uh, is foie gras overrated and caviar overrated? Uh, possibly. Uh, what I definitely think are overrated are tourist attractions, by the way. Uh, these are some of my overrated stuff, Nitya. Uh, before we get, hit the underrated, let's hear your overrated. Mariam, you raise a whole gamut of things <laughs> from the sublime to the ridiculous. <laughs> yes. But, uh, you know, very briefly for me, I think, um, and I've thought about this question subconsciously. And I think, you know, one of the things for me uh, that I think is overrated is the whole cult of being perfect. You know, our whole entire civilization is planned around this. We are told from when we are children based on some random myths of, you know, who the alpha male is or some Greek mythology type perfection, uh, that this is what society requires. And so our whole lives, our education systems, our uh, sense of who we, who of being and doing is really woven, I think, around this fake narrative of trying to be perfect. It is really our default setting. I mean, entire bookshelves in, uh, you know, bookstores are dedicated to how you can be more perfect. Um, and I really realize that we're sacrificing our beautiful everyday moments at the altar of perfection and making ourselves more miserable in the bargain. And I think really in this, you know, in this lockdown, I think really um, gave me a moment to ask myself, where is this race taking us all? Why are we being so perfect? We're, being, we're running after perfection and forgetting to live in the very moment that we are, we are all in right now. And this is not some great secret discovery. I think it is the elephant in the room and I think we should all talk about it. The second thing, Mariam, you, you touched briefly on it is, you know, our obsession with the past. And I've really thought about this so much. We Somehow we just can't let go of past memory, be it uh, be it a wonderful thing, uh, you know, something that gives us pleasure or, or, or a traumatic experience. It kind of follows us doggedly like a shadow into our present we can't change the past, but by by living in the pre in the present, um, I think it really this is definitely one quality that is something that we don't uh, acknowledge enough, you know. And I think you know I'm not one for cliches, but this one is true. The past is the past, the future is yet yet to come, but the present is a gift, and that's why it's called a present. So I think the past is overrated. Over to you, Mariam. Um, I know you've spoken to, you know, some of your colleagues and uh, acquaintances and friends, and I'd be curious to think whether their experience mirrored yours. Yeah, yeah, I've got some very, very interesting uh, answers, which we'll soon share. But this thing about your past is so correct. This is exactly, you know, what I was pondering about. For us, past is either we glorify it, or we, our memories are basically just tainted all the time by the narratives that we are, we, we are carrying. So whatever we want to believe in right now, we will remember our past accordingly. Our memory basically is very, very clever. It deletes all the things which, which, which are like a cognitive dissonance to our current narrative. So although we are a product of our past, we're constantly changing and editing it to be what we want to be in the future. And our run towards the future is, is basically not robbing the future of, of, of any worries, but it's robbing the present of whatever pleasure we might get from it. So, you know, this is so, so right. No, we hardly live in now. We just don't live in now anymore. And, you know, that is one voice note that I got today, which I will share. And she was just saying that how it just the power to enjoy now is a true gift that we just constantly deny ourselves. 
So before you and Khayam open the voice notes, uh, shall we quickly touch upon what's underrated? Sure, Mariam. But may yeah. I just add a point to what you just said? I think you know. I'm just listening to you speak. I'm um. I'm thinking that just as the past is is as you say fitted to our convenient present narrative, so also the futures make believe. So technically, both the past past and the future uh, are make believe. So only thing we have right <laughs> now is concrete. The past is just as flimsy as the future because we cut out and edit what we want to believe. So it's very yeah. interesting that uh, you know both are uh, unauthentic sources, as it were. and what we really have right now is the present and i think for all of us this lockdown has given us uh, you know the strength the time the space the confidence to inhabit that moment fully yes absolutely and the future by the way is not coming it never comes <laughs> i can confirm that uh, just a couple of points about what we think are underrated or undervalued for me personally I have always valued it, but now I value it even much more. I value it more than any work, any pay, any meetings, anything I need to do is nature and fresh air. I just love it. I just want to hug it, hug the day, hug the fresh air, hug the flowers, the nature. It is for me. It affirms my soul. So, people who do not enjoy fresh air and nature, I think they should give it a shot. Another thing I think we undervalue is that we look too much to our partners and our friends for 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 containment and fulfillment. Self containment I think is very very important and it's very good to be. I think they undervalue how why do we always have to be with somebody or travel with somebody or eat with somebody to be happy? There's a too much emphasis on people doing things together. Sometimes it's okay and it's good for ourselves and our growth to be alone. and do activities alone too and i think there's a huge uh, social um, narrative which which looks down on this i think there's we undervalue the simple life basically we are basically simple people we just have these layers and layers because of this this globalized world and we or it all boils down to our primitive instincts and urges and i think there's a beauty in simplicity and uncomplicated existence another couple of things which are underrated is humanity wisdom cleverness is overrated wisdom is underrated books especially old books which are which are more than a couple of decades old are are not valued anymore everybody wants to read the latest research the latest prize prizes award and um these are just a couple of things i was just thinking nitya you Yes Mariam uh, you know you've covered the whole uh, plethora of things uh, but one thing perhaps that uh, you know for me particularly I think that's un- underrated which I um, appreciate so much more is the unrestricted freedom to live life to make your own decisions to be able to be free you know we don't appreciate how lucky we are you know to have these decision making rights to be able to have uh, this freedom and flexibility to be masters or mistresses of our own destiny and i think living in this lockdown and having quite a 1984 orwellian uh, type of situation where the government is telling you what to do and what you can't do and how much you can exercise and what you eat and what not for me it just made me think wow we don't appreciate what unrestricted freedom means to all of us excellent point nitya now let's introduce some voice notes the first voice note is by a friend of mine who talks about 
this quest of happiness that I mentioned earlier that Dolan also talks about how these checklists keep us busy that how we constantly need to acquire 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 and live up to the societal expectations and this quest itself is just self-defeating to the to the purpose of happiness so let's hear it so i think the idea of happiness is overrated i think it's given way too much attention i think that what is underrated is simplicity where a life is lived simply honestly openly fairly transparently where interactions are simple straightforward no not complex where your living is simple where you own few things where you sort of you know you're authentic and i think simplicity is not very many people don't understand how blissful simplicity is so that to me is underrated and happiness of what we see what is being promoted what is being shown i think that is just it's it's flawed somewhere somehow that idea is flawed and it's overrated and because it's so overrated i think it makes people feel not that great about themselves and because it's at the end of the day i don't know if it is you if, if if it's if especially on insta or people who are trying to make a difference if they're doing whatever they're showing if they're doing it for themselves or for other people to get validation from others i, I don't know what that so for me that kind of happiness is just strange very important point is made Uh, how we need to extricate ourselves from this maze of societal expectations. The next voice note deliberates on a very narrow definition of success. And as they say, to define is indeed to limit. I think an overrated life is one where people assign um, fiscal value to success. I think that is sad because there are many people who have met that are very successful because they're academically um superior or they have achieved success in many other ways whether it's through their community work or their charity work and they've created a lot of impact in society but they are not wealthy um also people who could be very successful but due to the fact that their life course has had an impact due to discrimination or income disparities they've not had the same opportunities i feel success should be measured um in many other ways and i think fiscal value assigned uh to a successful life is very overrated and what is underrated or not overrated at all i think the value of contentment are we content with what we've achieved are we content with the children that we've raised are we content with the impacts that we've had in society in community have we are we content with how much we've given back are we content with what we've achieved in our careers and fiscally are we content i think the value of contentment is so underrated and has not been given the importance that it deserves um so for me that would be what is underrated the value of contentment So Nitya here she is talking about that how we have such a narrow definition of success which is only and only purely measured by fiscal uh, or monetary rewards and this is the same thing that happens in Paul Dolan's book basically that how the chief executive and the florist get paid different amounts but their level of happiness invariably is the same so do you think that we should have broader definitions of what a successful person is Absolutely Mariam I think you know unfortunately we are equating success with only things we can measure uh, the tangible stuff money gdp gni these are things that we can measure concretely the unmeasurable stuff unfortunately is undervalued 
And hence, you know, our definitions of success are relating to the untangible is something that we can't uh, measure or value. And this, I think, goes deeper into society because it, it makes us want to reevaluate what it actually underpins this whole uh, overrated and underrated uh, uh, narrative, Mariam. And I think uh, it's a deeper philosophical question at the heart of this about uh, success and uh, is success only something that we measure? And Nitya, you and I both have had the luck to work in these successful organizations like the United Nations and the World Bank and University of Cambridge, and we made lots of money at times. Speak for but yourself, Maya. <laughs> Nitya, Nitya, but working for these huge organizations, and no matter how much work and blood and toil went in there, I didn't get a meaningful contribution, sense of a meaningful contribution when working for these organizations. University of Cambridge, definitely. I love teaching. But there again, it made me realize that it was one of my most (laughs) soul-destroying times working as a consultant, working so hard, even though the money was great. But when it comes to see how much translation it took from our reports into the policy recommendations to actually what really happened and how much just got lost in translation it left me a bit sad all that work gone to waste in terms and i was thinking if i had just spent the same energy working in some charity organization or going some in somewhere in the field or doing something myself even which there was no money involved but something having a more nuanced understanding of how to help people that would have been successful and i realize that now but Mariam, I think the point we're making is deeper. Your definition of success is different to my definition of success. So everybody's definition of success is different. You know, I may want to be a lawyer and work in the city for like 15 hours a day and that gives me meaning. And that's what makes me happy. Uh, I just don't think we can, it's, you can't compare like for like. It's like everybody is different. Everybody has a different uh, measure of success. But I think what's come closest to that is what the Japanese call the ikigai. You know, and they say it's the secret to their long and happy life. Um, And the whole idea of ikigai is this uh, subset, the subset in the middle of uh, of four main things. It's your passion, your mission, your profession, your vocation. Uh, So passion, what you love. Your mission is what the world needs. A vocation is what you can be paid for and profession uh, is finally what you're good at. So this confluence of these four things is what will define a person's own success. So, you know, you can be animated by your own ikigai, which is the coming together of, of many things that perhaps working in a big institution will not give you, but working with a charity will. So my point is everybody has their own personal ikigai that one needs to manifest. Absolutely. But my basic point is that working where there is a sense of meaningful contribution where you think you've actually made a difference or just making moving the needle towards better uh that is my definition of success and and i don't think it should be carried it should be it should be weighed in by how much money i'll make in the process so nitya we i think we're both agreeing that monetary success is overrated where nine to nine <laughs> hours are basically soul destroying absolutely as they say, you know, if you're successful in the rat race, you're still only a successful rat, right? So, <laughs> well said. I have this very interesting uh, um, note from a friend of mine who who wrote what she thinks is overrated, Nitya. She says, I think getting married and having a family is the most overrated thing I have ever come across. I have seen some of the married women are the most lonely and depressed. And one is always told that a family unit will secure old age, yet in most cases, one sees the elderly struggling to survive 
all by themselves. In many cases, I have met many single people who are happy, well-read, well-traveled and, and to put it briefly, far more evolved. What would you have to say about that, Nithya? Do you think marriage is a norm and having children is a norm that, that needs to be revisited? Again, Mariam, you know, I think that perhaps they're conflating a little bit uh, what it means to be evolved and what it means to be happy. I think that, uh, you know, it's, you can't, it's wrong to generalize, you know, that, uh, you know, people from my own personal experience, uh, I feel extremely fulfilled and very happy in making the life choices that I have uh, done with respect to marriage and having children. So um, I don't think you can generalize. It's a little bit problematic, in my opinion. Don't you think? I do agree with you, but I do feel that there is a lot of pressure on, on people to get married and the society has these expectations that you have to meet. And if you don't meet them, you're constantly on the defensive. So I do think that there is this understanding that if you get married and you have children, you're more settled, you're going to be happier or you're going to be more looked after. And if you're not there, you keep on need to dodge the bullet or evade the question. So I think the pressure is there and I think the pressure needs to go away. Yes, that's true. Particularly in a lot of the societies that we are familiar with, exactly. there is an undue amount of uh, pressure. But equally, Mariam, you know, being uh, single can also come with its own challenges the older you get. Uh, you know, I think children are a great source of comfort and joy. Companionship in a marriage is a wonderful thing. So equally, I think of there's course. a flip side. But I do agree, sometimes the pressures we put on ourselves, are sometimes we make the wrong decisions because of this this pressure. And I think that definitely is something that is, is overrated. Some, some of the loneliest people are people who are married. Seriously. So marriage, just because you're married, doesn't mean you're not lonely and uh, or you're not uh, unhappy. And I think... I actually think children are, are, are one thing <laughs> that are not overrated. I think uh, they just they did change my life forever. I don't know how my, how my life would have been if I didn't have my kid. But they, I don't think they're overrated, but they might be overrated for some people. Perhaps. How I don't do, know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And in terms of underrated, the same friend has said, which is a very, very interesting comment. She says, I have repeatedly felt that the most underrated and the most important factor that has made me fearless and completely independent is detachment from the material. People fall prey to abuse and misery only to secure material happiness, which is short-lived and fleeting. And if one understands and implements the power of detachment, sky is the limit to what one can achieve. And it would be an achievement on our own terms with a lot of dignity. So what do you think yeah. about this thing? Which is That's pretty profound, Mariam, to... very profound. Uh, somebody once yeah, told me yeah, that actually, not easy, yeah. no, not at all. Actually, somebody once told me, and it, it does make sense that money is like a shoe. You know, if it's too big, you trip and fall. If it's too small, it's tight and gives you a sore. But if it's just right, then you are good to go. You know, <laughs> you, you can have a long walk. So I think it's a yeah. bit like that. You know, it's like uh, too much. I mean, we, we, as we know, some of the richest people in the world sleep the, the least, you know, and some of the poorest people that we, we've met are the happiest. So, Clearly, you know, money is definitely overrated, I think. It's important to, you know, get you access to health, uh, you know, to buy you whatever you need. But beyond a point, uh, as Paul Dolan might say, uh, that, you know, I think that the same criteria for happiness, like the rich man is has the same criteria for happiness as a, than as a poor man. They have the same metric for measuring happiness. So uh, I think that's absolutely right. It is, it is overrated. 
so many of my friends have so when i asked them about what they think is overrated and what they think is <laughs> underrated a lot of a lot of responses was love is overrated then they said love is not overrated and most of them said sex good sex is underrated <laughs> before i get into that dimension but i think that love definitely is not overrated i think sometimes being with the right person can add exponentially to your happiness but that might be fleeting that might go sometimes love just goes away sometimes it scars you sometimes it just yeah it but just i think the in the makes you a better person sometimes it makes you a bitter person yeah but i think to have lived and not loved would be a very sad thing yeah absolutely and i know so many people who have self love <laughs> <laughs> to keep them busy oh my gosh but yeah i think that uh, you know love is definitely something you know you are a masterpiece in the making and love ma- it makes <laughs> makes you that masterpiece i think it's fu- fundamental and foundational to our being so i definitely do not agree uh, that it is uh, overrated uh, me too yeah. yeah and sex both love and sex True. are very important parts of uh, being our human lives. yeah exactly oh, even yeah. animal i'm sure so we can't so speak for the birds and the bees one more but, yeah interesting thing i got which i'm very curious about your response about what is overrated is power now power is it overrated while it's there it makes you feel like the king of the world but it can go yeah what do you say is power overrated uh, yeah 100% i think power is overrated i think people who believe that that's real and cling on to that are the first ones to be disappointed because you know money and power are things that can come and go and if you begin to associate yourself with those external markers um i think it le- will lead to a life of uh, disappointment and suffering so i think power is overrated i think humility is underrated you know to actually be real and to remember you know your journey and i think that is definitely because power is so ephemeral mariam it comes and goes as we know at the end of the day even alexander the great is reduced to what like a street uh, in greece or a statue in some village you know but even the good and the great are all they remembered is is for is like a, a um block of concrete um, so you know but we are so much more than that i think so definitely overrated and okay do you think ivy league degrees are overrated do you think credentials are overrated but we all in a second make these heuristic the minute we meet people then they say oh i'm from harvard i'm from stanford oh i i work in this bull bank or i work work in astrazeneca or whatever price pwc we just put them in a different box instinctively do you or you what do you say say are they overrated you should we not do that in fact actually one of my friends uh, who i asked also said this to me and she said that you know i really do believe that you know degrees certificates and qualifications are are uh, overrated because you know we don't uh, we spend our lives chasing these getting into the next thing the next university the next degree collecting collecting them like i don't know beads in a necklace or something uh, but then at the end of the day are we actually enjoying the experience of being educated are we truly educated you know and those are the questions we need to ask and i think going forward the things the true markers as a flip side to some to degrees being overrated is what is underrated is things like creativity you know the freedom to to live in the moment to be able to to fully um inhabit the moment so that you can um be creative you can be fulfilled 
you can be happy you know that that is underrated we're too busy running around trying to collect uh, degrees all across the world yeah in the quest we also lo- lose the the beauty that you can find in just simplicity in life just a simple my friend just shared this with me simplicity is isn't given its due simple life simple food joys Absolutely. relationships like even but honest relationships interactions honest interactions you know we everybody starts start putting a face on we start pretending to be somebody or we because we think it's expected from us i'm not saying we're genuinely fake or anything yeah. but it's very very but there are very few people with whom we are our own simple vulnerable honest self mm-hmm. we usually are very careful and treading carefully and putting images so i think there is a beauty in just being simple and yourself absolutely and, uh, and that is definitely just, underrated that is underrated and i think that we should start taking all our masks off and this is the, <laughs> not now this now is boris the... johnson has made it compulsory in shops so we need the masks <laughs> oh, what a shame so we can we can have honest eyes through our masks we can we can we can communicate eyes are, are the mirrors of the soul anyway we don't need to talk yeah you know and and on that note i think another colleague said to me uh, something that's being overrated is being busy we're all constantly on this treadmill of life running 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 and the mark of success is oh he's so busy or she's so busy but no i think you know what's really underrated is doing one thing at a time not having to multitask not having to do a zillion things thing but just be able to focus on on one thing and not make it a virtue to be busy you know busy for what right we're losing the wood for the trees Absolutely. Another very interesting insight I got is that made me actually think because especially this is true in South Asian context. The lady said to me, "Maria, what is really, really overrated is a is a subservience to social norms, the pressures we take, whether it's to pleasing people, to pleasing our men, to pleasing our women, to pleasing our children, to pleasing our in-laws, and we we overrate so much on these social norms that we constantly bending backwards and." This is a this is a, a female who's in her seventies, so she has a huge luxury of experience, and she was saying to me, "Mariam, I wish I wouldn't have put so much emphasis on all of these things and I put myself first. Sometimes we do overrate the emphasis of men, our partners, our family, our in-laws, our our children, our our boss, whatever is expected of us. We put too much pressure, and we overrate it too much, and I think." we should release ourselves a bit from that pressure what do you say that's interesting mariam but you know um i think that hindsight is always 2020 <laughs> so when you're living your present life mariam sometimes you know you make the best decision in the moment that you do have and i think that's how you sleep well you know you you no that i'm taking this cloak of submission off from today <laughs> no more <laughs> i refuse to be subservient to any masters whether they're colonial or any master <laughs> totally we need to be free no we need to actually try and unpack all these layers that we have on top of us and we just keep ourselves running 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 and we're exhausted in the process and we don't even know what our drivers are i think you're a closet scandinavian i think you're a closet <laughs> scandinavian <laughs> not a south asian <laughs> Nitin, you think foie gras and caviar are overrated? Mariam, oh, you're asking a vegetarian. <laughs> That's a little bit of a lost cause. But uh, I'll tell you, interestingly, Mariam, uh, you know, uh, they, we've discussed overrated and we've discussed underrated. But 
have we've not discussed the category of accurately related so Achha. what do you think for instance do you think pizza is <laughs> overrated underrated or accurately ra- rated i for one never ever eat pizza you don't eat pizza all. oh my gosh i I'm just don't out. do pizza i'm a, like a meat lover so it's pizza is just too vegetarian for me oh dear uh, so i know people who love their pizzas and especially they say oh we went to rome and we had the best pizzas and the truffle pizzas uh, they can enjoy their pizzas for me pizza is definitely overrated oh for me pizza is definitely accurately related i'm going to introduce you to some delicious truffle pizza one day i'm warning you i don't do vegetarian stuff <laughs> You know the other thing one of my friends said and it's so true it's a bit frivolous but she did say to me that new year's eve is overrated which is so true Nithya oh. actually for me personally it's not I for me new is 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 in a way a new start a fresh start it's giving you a chance to to just erase whatever bad happened <laughs> or whatever and it's a fresh start i think it's just a small excuse to celebrate and to start again and to get some energy although i think birthdays and surprise birthdays <laughs> are totally overrated I, they really are surprise birthday parties are to- totally overrated well birthdays are there's a lot of pressure to have fun special. i think yeah so but you know what yeah. the older i get i i like i like birthdays so i will say that they are not overrated it's a chance to celebrate you for who you are so what i think is not overrated is actually traveling and and for me maybe this lockdown has made me feel so hostile but just the idea of going all over or anywhere and just immersing yourself in a new culture with new people and it's just for me it's the most incredible experience so that is the most i think well accurately rated activity i think what do you say but Maria- you are the one of the most well traveled people i know nitya yeah it's true but for me i think that you know sometimes we get so caught up in where we are going that we forget uh, it should be more about who we're going with and sometimes i feel like the who makes all the difference in whether it's overrated or underrated um and i think um that we often forget about that you know that uh it doesn't matter sometimes we're going to the best places but if you're all alone it makes the experience uh, half of what it should be so I really? I yes for me no 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 for no, me no, it's no, like no. I love solo travel although it's good to go with your partners and your friends but Nithya I actually think tourist attractions are really overrated and uh, I think a quest to just go and just first ch- ch- uh, checklist all the things that we have to do in a city or in an island or in a village or wherever we are I think that's overrated but I I think taking your books with you and your music with you and just quick getting on a train and just seeing the new landscape and new people as you get out as long as the person i'm with is not irritating <laughs> i'm good <laughs> i don't even do you don't enjoy solo travel nithya no ma'am i'm not saying i don't i'm just saying that sometimes the person you travel with makes the experience not so much the place we, we lo- lose you focus mean, on I'm that i'm not talking about honeymoon okay <laughs> no it's not honeymoon ma'am i'm even talking about taking a trip with your girlfriend and i think that sometimes that makes the experience you know Of course and they cements the friendship i think uh, most of my vacation which i've taken with my girlfriends uh, have been incredibly um, incredibly uplifting anyway so we agree that travel is definitely accurately related with a slight nuance uh, i will add um yeah. and uh, yeah i think uh, 
being right i think being being right is overrated oh of course you know yeah. i mean being right particularly the cost of a relationship is definitely overrated because who remembers these things but you remember the feeling of that of not, of not being happy you know when you are with a person who of always wants course. to be right no, yeah be- winning an argument is overrated it really doesn't matter who is right or who is wrong as long as they've understood it and it won't happen again winning a battle or an argument is so overrated and you know what's not overrated good friends and that that genuine spontaneous laughter that emanates with good friends that is so that feels so good for the soul you only yesterday i was at a picnic and we started making these jokes these all of us old friends and we started laughing so hard that we actually started crying it was unbelievable so this is actually uh, not overrated we can go on and on about so many things which are overrated so many things we love so many things we need to value more but the list is endless maybe some other podcast uh but nitya thank you so much for your time as usual it's a it's a great pleasure having you as an on the podcast and as a friend likewise mariam always loved chatting to you and um thank you so much for today it was great chatting great. take care and when i was a parthian short i definitely do not undervalue our relationship i think it is very very accurately related so thank you for being a great friend just uh, and i leave uh, all of you with these two rubayats of umar khayyam which which actually sit beautifully with the themes of that we have discussed today uh, let me start the first one which says with me along some strip of herbage strewn that just divides the desert from the sown where name of slave or sultan scarcely is known and pity sultan mahmud on his throne basically if you have love you rule the world that's all that matters and uh, finally i would like to end with a which i will not elaborate on because it's so powerful in, in itself they say the lion and the lizard keep the court where jamshed gloried and drank deep and behram the mighty hunter the wild ass stamps over his head as he lies fast asleep